Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to our podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Keith B. This is episode 13 of F Your Feelings Podcast. The statement is actually a question about faith, family, fatherhood, friendship, and everything in between. I'm here tonight with my brothers. Got my homeboy, Lorenza, David, Mike. How y'all feeling tonight? Hey, bless, man. How everybody feeling? How everybody doing? Doing great halfway through the holidays. Bonjour, mon amis. Mike, always got to keep it interesting, bro. Um, <laughs> always. All right. So, uh, man, we got we got some interesting topics for us tonight, man. But before we jump into that, as always, we want to thank all of our listeners that tune in, man. Really appreciate y'all um, starting to wrap up uh, the end of the end of the first season, end of the year. And so um, we just want to give y'all a, a shout out, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in and for, you know, even giving us a listening ear for the the both the knowledge and nonsense that we spit out during these episodes so you know um and then with that man you know just to even you know discuss the holiday season you know to, to any of our listeners that uh are going through this holiday season whether you standing in line you know throwing bowls trying to get that last tv or that last toy for your kid or you know maybe maybe this holiday season might not be as um on a high for you you know uh, with the pandemic and everything, a lot of a lot of people have lost a lot of close loved ones um, during this past year and, and the year prior. So um, we want to just show y'all some love, man. Um, you know, recently mental health has been a big topic for us, and so with that being said, you know, if, if you're if you're having a hard time this season, you know, by all means, man, feel free to reach out to us. Um, you know, we have multiple streams where you can reach out on our social media, on our Facebook page at FYF Pod. Uh, we have our Instagram at FYFpod. Um, our email address is FYFpod at gmail.com. And then our phone number is 407-243-8449, man. If, if, if you need us just to, you know, um, have us pray for you, you know, or anything like that, man, please, by all means, reach out. Because um, once again, we, we do this show to be a blessing. So, um, but our prayers go out to anyone who's who's lost a loved one uh, during, during this uh, pandemic. So, all right. So topics for the night um we were just discussing before we started recording um around like holiday traditions um mainly in in black america black holiday traditions and then also you know in general some of the american holidays where like you know it wasn't until really the pandemic where um i really feel like the cancel culture really took a whole new uh meaning to it and started you know, it, it went from just, you know, race and stereotypes and, and you know, and, and, you know, topics surrounding gender and all that. Now it's jumping into like holidays and traditions. And, you know, I mean, you got you got people wilding over, you know, Chris, uh, Christopher Columbus Day and Thanksgiving and stuff like that. So um, we're going we're gonna to bounce around a little bit tonight. But just to kick it off, man, to talk about some of our black American traditions, especially during this holiday season. Y'all, do y'all have any traditions that, that, that y'all do in y'all households or maybe you grew up doing? Mm, Not really. For me. <laughs> yeah, nah, I mean, to be honest with you, uh, with that with our household, I, I, I try to be very honest with my kids, um, especially with the holidays and, and, and a lot of the stuff that has been passed down. You look at Thanksgiving where a lot of, you know, people talk about Christopher Columbus and him meeting the Indians, which are truly the natives um, of this land, um, or even Santa Claus, those 
for me, and, and I, I feel like those lies was just handed down and continually perpetuated in my my growing up. And I didn't want to do that with my kids. So I, I told my kids straight up, it was like, yo, the natives was already here. And literally, if it wasn't for them, then, you know, Christopher Columbus and all of them, they would be dead. <laughs> it would be a whole different situation that we're looking at, um, as well as Christmas. Um, I don't teach my kids about a Santa Claus. Teach my kids that, you know, the representation of us giving gifts is the same difference as the wise man coming you know, to Jesus whenever he came to earth, bringing gifts to them. So mm-hmm. I want to bring gifts to y'all to let y'all know, hey, look, I love you and I'm trying to raise you um, in the best light as possible. So for me, I don't get so caught up into the traditions. I want my kids to be more informed about, you know, um, the real backstory of it, the real situations of, of, of what's going on and not get so caught up in into the, the hype and, and in that side of it. Nice. Yeah, man. I mean, um, no, I, I agree with all of that. And you know, what's funny is that I had this conversation with some of my colleagues at work and, you know, so many people now have come up with their own opinions surrounding like the truths that surround some of the holidays that we have. And some people feel that if you don't continue to perpetuate what was, you know, passed down, that you're almost seen as like un-American, you know what I'm saying? How do y'all how do y'all feel about stuff like that? Man, that's like the most ironic thing because um, you know, they they talk about it, you know, not being American, you know, for black people. I think Thanksgiving is always we've always had our own black Thanksgiving that is not really, you know, sure the 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 quote unquote pilgrims and you know that first Thanksgiving myth was always out there, but Thanksgiving for my family at least has always been about coming together, being thankful for what the Lord has given you, uh, eating good food and kind of like a mini family reunion that is always on the same date. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's just ironic that people trip about some of these holidays because I was talking the other day, um, fast forward a bit to Christmas, um, you know, that that that's a Christian spin on the ancient Roman holiday of Saturnalia. You know, Come on. celebrating <laughs> the, the Roman goddess, uh, the uh, yeah Latin god um, Saturn, and you know it was partying, gift giving. Um, they had a slightly different take on slavery than the brutality that the Americans came up with. Um, right, bringing but, trees into your house, <laughs> but it was like you know everybody was kind of equal. You know you'd have masters serving slaves and stuff during this holiday, and then you know the Holy Roman Empire was a thing. I don't go through the whole histories, but they kind of co opted it to become Christmas. And now you got people trying to gatekeep talking about, well, if you don't celebrate Christmas, you're not a real American. And it's like, you know, these holidays have changed over the centuries and merged and morphed and become something completely different than what they were several hundred years ago. So it was very ironic that people would trip about it. Yeah, no, you're right, man. I mean, and and to that point, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't like to judge someone's um, love for their country or, or, you know, judge their patriotism based off of if you like a holiday or not, you know, but, um, I mean, with all that said, man, like, you know, we all grew up to some extent being taught some of these, you know, let's just say not true things or, or, you know, topics, you know, surrounding certain holidays where it's like, like, for instance, like Santa Claus, like I grew up, you know, thinking that there was a Santa Claus to like, maybe like the age of like eight or nine. 
you know, and then pops, you know, properly informed me that, you know, Santa Claus is not real and it's your mama in a mall with a checkbook. That that, that is <laughs> right. what he told me. Um, hey, what Huey said, Santa Claus don't come to the hood. Right, exactly <laughs> that part. So, you know, and then, you know, I mean, growing up watching my mom, like she loves Christmas, man, like decorating and, you know, playing her, uh, bro, she got the Motown, the Motown uh, Christmas album. Come so on. like with uh, Temptations, you know, and and Marvin Gaye and James Danny Brown, and, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know, I mean, like, and, and I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, you know, even though it, it may continue to you know push a certain narrative, but at the end of the day, you know, those were some of my my, my better moments. So you know, of, of 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 me growing up in the hood and 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 being around family. So. Um, I, I, I guess I get both sides of it. I get the argument. Now, again, I don't understand saying, oh, you're not American or, right. oh, you know, you're not this and not. Bro, like, I'm so tired of hearing that shit. Like, you know, <laughs> first and foremost, like, I mean, and I ain't, ain't trying to walk it all the way back. All I'm going to say is this. To David's point, yes, Native Americans were here well be well before any any of us showed up. Right. You know, so, I mean, to me, this is their land. And that's and that's and that's kind of how it is. But indigenous, but but here's yeah. here's the thing though. But here's the thing, you know what I'm saying? K, KB, it made us feel good, right? You know what I'm saying? At Christmas time, it made us feel good for for you know mom them to be in in there cooking, and you wake up smelling collard greens and fried chicken, and you know the pound cakes and and the red velvet cakes, mm-hmm. and then everybody coming over to somebody's house, and we. We all, you know, enjoy each other's company. So we we want to pass that feeling down. And that's the part for us that we love. We we love that feeling. We love that family feel. We love we love that the fact of everybody come together at this specific time. But on the back end of it is is it's BS. Right. You know what I'm saying? The, 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 for real, for real, like it's 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 not honest. True. And whenever we start walking back, it's like follow the money. It's at the end of the year, so guess what? Look at Black Friday. Mm-hmm. End of the year, so you know what I'm saying. Guess what? These big corporations and these big businesses, guess what they doing? They padding their pockets. True. Because you know what I'm saying, like us, we. Back in the days before, like before it was, it was, it was locked in. Like, okay, this is what's going on. Guess what? We'll go. Our daughters, our, our kids, they want a certain thing. Guess what? We going out to get the fresh Jordans. We going out and getting the PS threes, whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Right now we finna go get it. We finna figure it out if we got to get a credit card, whatever we got to do, we finna do it because that's what the baby want for Christmas, and that's what give us that feeling. Right, right. Of us being a kid and us getting that bicycle when we wake up. So we want them to have that feeling, not understanding that, you know, all it's it's, it's a lot of it is not honest. And my thing is, is how dare somebody even equate that with my me being an American, right? Or you know, what I'm saying, or patriotism, or anything else, because. Is not based upon real factual situations. Well, it's not patriotism at that point. It's just blind nationalism saying that it has to be, it has to look a certain way and smell a certain way and be done a certain way. I mean, that's supposed to be the beauty of this country is, is diversity. 
and right. diversity and thought and background. Um, you know, we have our Thanksgiving traditions in, in our community. Um, you know, you speak to people from all different backgrounds and there are a lot of people that, that share these feelings. Like, I really like Thanksgiving. I really like Christmas and the, the spirit of the season and all that kind of stuff. And inside of that, there's still room to recognize the accurate history and acknowledge right. the good and the bad. But then while you, and you know, while you do that, also enjoy the season. And, um, you know, I'm not personally familiar with what Native Americans uh, get up to around this time of year. You know, if you have any listeners that have that heritage, I'd love to hear about it. Um, but I'm sure that, you know, they they may have something similar to what our community does, where, you know, black people aren't really a part of that American myth. But we've made the holiday our own and we celebrate it. And, you know, it's, it's just as American as anybody else's celebration. It's interesting you mentioned that, man. So it's two things I want to say. Um, number one, I, I do want to ask the question. So like, I, and I'm a firm believer that life is always going to be better walking in truth and, and understanding the truth of, of the matter um, in every situation. But do you ever feel like knowing this truth, does it take away from your ability to celebrate these type of holidays? Like, does it does it hinder your your excitement for it. Like, I mean, when, when you start talking about something like Christmas and you start talking about the actual facts behind it, do you feel like if you, if, if you push the narrative of, you know, Hey, like, you know, there are things surrounding Christmas that aren't true. Does that, does that hinder or, or, you know, um, subdue someone's excitement for, for, for the holiday season? I, I was, for me, no, for me, it doesn't negate the, the excitement because the excitement is still there. Of course, we're going to cook. Of course, we're going to um, have fellowship with family. Um, and we still have an element of it, but still understanding that this is what it is. Mm-hmm. The fact that a matter of, of just the, the mere joy of getting with all of the family and, and seeing all the cousins and everybody being in one space um, at the same time, it's beautiful in itself mm-hmm. for for me and, and, and my family. That's that's what I love. I love the fact of being able to, you know, to see Auntie Brenda and be able to hug her and kiss her and be like, baby, I love you. You know, I love the fact of, you know, one of my uncles always going to be cussing and drunk and show his behind. And, you know, <laughs> and you in there laughing because you know what time it is. You know what's, what's going to happen. Um, that's the beautiful part of it. That's 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 the beauty of it for me. Got it. And then um, I guess in regards to Lorenzo, what you mentioned, I, I've always wondered how how do Native Americans feel about like say, you know, Thanksgiving? Like, <laughs> you, know, you know, Columbus Day. Like, cause I mean, what is what, what what sort of narrative do they hear from their culture in regards to their own history? Because you know they make it seem like on, on our side in the history books it was it was real peaceful and everyone sat down and held hands and Mm-mm. said prayer and, and had a, a beautiful uh, uh, shared meal amongst each other. <laughs> they don't talk yeah, about the um, plagues that you know right. like small plus blankets. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like you know, so I always wonder how, how they. Uh, how they feel about it, you know? So 
Yeah, I mean, I, I might take some time and educate myself on it. Um, you know, Columbus Day, Indigenous Peoples Day, really is um, that. That's an easy one. That that was that's a that was a tragedy. You know, that was the beginning of a genocide, really. And I know some people get upset about that kind of thing, but when you go from there being people here to there not being people here, and other people Are being you on moving their land, the whole group of people to a certain place, then <laughs> yeah, I mean, look up the Trail of Tears. You know, they they didn't just put themselves on the reservation. You know, it, mm. it, didn't, it didn't just happen. We didn't just spring from the 1600s straight to modern times. There was a lot of intervening time. But you know, going back to a positive side of this, you know, it's the, the diversity. You know, you can you can acknowledge this. You know, if if you really want to be you know, inclusive, you can take some time and talk about the history with the kids and your family members and say, hey, you know, this is what went down. This is what it means to us today. But the diversity that people bring to it, you know, I was just thinking about like, you know, if you were single person living in New York City around Christmas time, don't really have no family around or something like that, um, because Chinese immigrants could have come over and brought their traditions over, they don't really celebrate Christmas like, 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 you know, some of the people who've been here longer, you know, Chinese restaurants open on Christmas Eve when nobody else is, you know, that might be your one place of fellowship. You know, you might not have any connection with them, but Hey, this is the only place that open. You might have a really good experience in their bond with the family that runs the place or something like that because they brought their own diversity to this country. And, you know, it's at this point, Chinese food, New Year's Eve is just as American as any other part of the, the Christmas holiday. So, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know how you just say that there's one way to celebrate a holiday in this country. I agree. Well, you know, what's funny. So, like, all right, to, to, to jump on diversity for a minute, because, um, you know, I don't know, like I, I look at it like this, like America has diversity, but I don't feel like it's widely accepted. So then it's almost to the point where, like, can you really claim that we're diverse or do we yeah, just almost in spite of, right? Yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I mean, mm. we have so many different groups, you know, within our country that are represented, you know, but it seems like on a, on a national level, we don't, we don't publicly acknowledge the differences that we have in, 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 in each other's culture or celebrate it for that matter, you know? Like, I mean, we're, we're aware of it. Like, you know, like if you have a friend who's who's Muslim, you're aware that they, you know, have something called Ramadan, you know, but is Ramadan really accepted amongst the nations, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like don't know. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. And, and it's funny because there were mosques back in colonial times, you know, when the country is being founded, there were Muslims in this country. You know, it's it's not new and yeah you know i agree with you it's like it's kind of one of those um history is written written by the winners things where yeah. the people writing the history books get to pick what's important but the diversity has persisted and increased over you know the story of america in spite of that and you know i think that's kind of why we're having all this talk about cancel culture and, you know, what does the indigenous side of this holiday look like? And all the discussions that we're having is, is more growing pains that we've been putting off and making sure that everybody's story gets told in this nation. I, th I think now, nowadays, um, 
a lot of a lot of other cultures are being recognized and a lot of people are having the conversations um to become more inclusive um i you know you have um jewish customs you have hindi customs that are that are being acknowledged that before i really didn't see um and now i'm seeing a lot more of those um cultures being represented in this month and and that's i think that's the big key beginning to have the conversation beginning to talk about it beginning to be be educated be around you know um indigenous people that that have real world experiences and talking to them is like okay so what was your grandmother saying to you about these situations um and just knowing like okay real life um, accounts of of real people that it happened to um, is important. So so that whenever I'm for me, so whenever I'm sitting in a room, I'm more educated about the situation instead of just going over my preconceived notions. I agree. I agree. I just think, and I'm not trying to be the pessimist of the group, right? But for me, it's just it's tough, man, because. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer you're a product of your environment. And so depending on where you live at and what surrounds you, you know, in regards to your community, um, that can either, you know, promote you to, you know, be a part of someone else's experience, part of someone else's culture, or it could really truly segregate you and make you only focus on your culture and only acknowledge, you know, your your traditions and your and your, um, you know, household in, in regards to how life should be lived. Um, you know, honestly, I, I think I thank God for college. College to me is, is that was like my first exposure to like, you know, other cultures as a whole. I mean, because, you know, like real talk, like, you know, I'm, I am I grew up in Tampa, Florida and like, bro, we, you know, it was it was the hood. So like, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it was either black folks or, you know, you had Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, you know what I'm saying? And then you know, if, if you crossed over a certain part of town, you was with the Anglos. And so, um, you know, that, that, I mean, I'm just being, I'm just being honest, yeah. man. I mean, it, 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 that was probably the most diverse or or the that was probably the, the only diversity I was truly exposed to, um, you know, from kindergarten to, to, to 12th grade. But um, college really like, you know, en- engulfs you in, a, in an environment where, you got a lot of students coming from different countries, from different backgrounds, from all over across the country, from outside the country. And so, um, you know, your eyes are s- sort of opened to how big the world really is and, and you know, what's out there. So, And, and, and for me, it was high school um, and we had the IB program. So with having the IB program, we had so many different people that was coming into a high school that was in the hood. So we had the we had the opportunity to learn, and I've always been one. I've I don't like being surrounded by one type of anything. So it gave me the opportunity to learn from a a whole different group of people than from who I was around. Um, and I made some wonderful friends that I'm still friends with now. Um, that just didn't look like me, didn't think like me, and and, t- and truly challenged my way of thinking, and um, and I'm grateful for it now. Yo, um, Mike, I'm about to suck you in. So, like, cause you 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 grew up in a military household, man, and I know 
growing up on base and moving around, what was your experiences like in regards to, um, you know, your, your household traditions and, and, and being exposed to, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the diversity within a, uh, a military uh, surrounding? So living in different parts of the world, I, well, I want to take a couple steps back. I've, I've been personally enjoying the conversation. I told you all before in the pod that sometimes I just listen and, and really just to digest. And this is one of those episodes for me. So I want to take a, a big step back. I want to talk about, um, I just want to comment on um, traditions. Um, I think one of the things that we have to remember as fully grown adults is our capacity to digest information. And I am 100% for truth and reality. However, I also try to be aware of my audience. So, for example, my current audience, I have two small children. I, at this stage, a lot of what I teach them is a sanitized, watered-down version of a lot of the things that we've discussed. As they've gotten older, as they age I'll give more. So, for example, you know, when it comes to Christmas, my wife and I have never brought up Santa Claus. You know, when we talk about what Christmas is, we talk it, we talk, we describe it in a way of the reason that you receive presents is a sanitized way of what David says. You know, we are sharing presents with them, you know, to, to honor Jesus's birthday. You know, uh, for those who don't know, Christmas is is the Christian representation of the acknowledgement of the birth of Christ. So that is how I phrase that to my children. Do they talk about Santa Claus? Absolutely. But is it something that I promote in my home personally? No. But I say that also with the Easter bunny. During Easter, we refer to the resurrection of Christ. You know, they can talk about Easter bunny wherever they want. But in my home, that's how we're describing it. So that that's why I say, like, you know, just being aware of, of your audience and, and, and digestibility. Um, in terms of tradition, we are Black Americans. Any tradition is our tradition. Um, I just had to say we are not a monolith. We are not homogenous. We are we are in every continent, culture, country. So whatever we do is our tradition. Uh, in terms of holiday traditions, for me, growing up in a military background, it was great. One of the perks of growing up in a military family is being exposed to so many different cultures. The cool thing for me is, you know, you may have one family where one parent uh, is American of, you know, Asian background or one parent is from another country. So it was pretty cool. You know, one of my fondest memories was celebrating Christmas in Germany. You know, as a small child, we're talking about Kris Kringle and, you know, some of the traditions with uh, uh, with the shoes, with the putting the money in the shoes. Uh, I forgot the name of that. So if, if if you're from Germany or you know German tradition, you know, help me out with that one. But just just being exposed to the way different cultures celebrate. But anyway, at the end of the day, the the moments that stand out to me the most are related to love. You know, I go back to also when I was in high school, we were in South Carolina. I used to look forward to our family driving up every year from Florida to come see us. It was a thing, you know. My uncle, he would come up, him and my dad would have a contest to see who could make the best deep fried turkey. It was my uncle, not going to lie to you. I tell him that, you know. Um, but, you know, to, to you guys' point, Lorenzo's point, 
I would say specifically Thanksgiving, you're right. Um, most of us, yes, as we've all gotten older, we ha- we are truly acknowledging, you know, showing our love and support for our indigenous brothers and sisters, you know, indigenous people's day, you know, Christopher who, you know, but also at, on the flip side of that, Christopher Columbus is history. I, I think that not acknowledgement of history is important. We reflect upon history. We learn from history. And as the times change, so should we. You know, a lot of the ways that may have worked 10, 15, 20, 30, 100 years ago, honestly, they didn't work then. It was just accepted. Come on. And I think Come that on. now a lot of us are getting to a different point of enlightenment. I'm not going to use that word they like to use on TV because it's disrespectful the, the way people have um, have just taken that W word and made it seem like it's some kind of catch all for using your head. So anyway, that's a slur now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but yeah. the point of all the point of all of this is is love, man. Just just love people. You know, enjoy the time that you spend with those people. You can, if you can't, you know, have memories, build experiences. You know, some people, if we're being honest, a lot of those traditional holidays I see is just a day off from work. If we're being totally real about it. Yeah. You yeah. know, in my yeah. in my short life, I haven't experienced a lot of those things that the people who fought for these days. I'll be real with you. I don't really know what Labor Day is about, but I'm I'm thankful for the day off. <laughs> I've never researched that holiday. That's true. But anyway, yeah, that's man, all I, I got. No, I, I definitely agree, you know. There, there there's room to acknowledge the history and give it respect without you know, being that wet blanket at Thanksgiving table that's just trying to make everybody feel bad. You know, we don't have to sit here and flog ourselves to death as penance for things that we weren't directly involved with. We, you know, we acknowledge the history, but, you know, it's, it's, tra- it's the traditions and the love that we're trying to carry forward. And, um, you know, especially you guys as parents and, you know, myself as a family member um, and, you know, I'm in my, my 30s now we are the ones that are going to be carrying these traditions forward. And, Mm. you know, for a lot of people, the, you know, there's people have ups and downs in the holidays, but the holidays themselves can be sources of great comfort. And that's a gift that you can give people and children, you know, you know, regardless of what's happening in your life, you know, this is a time associated with happy memories and good feelings and well-wishing and that kind of thing. And, And that I think is, it's worth a tradition worth carrying forward. For me, one one big big tradition that um, my family has always had is New Year's. Like I don't care what you do in New Year's at twelve o'clock, you in the house praying, um, bringing bringing the New Year in, praying, not per se being at the church, but we in the house as a family praying, and that's something that has still stuck to me to this day. I don't care if you went to the club after you got done praying, but we were in the house praying at 12 o'clock when the new year came in. And I've always remembered that. And even, even my daughters, it's funny because my daughter's like, you ain't going to throw no water on me to wake me up to pray on new year's because that was a thing for me as a kid. And those type of traditions Hand it down, um, it's huge. But then again, just that, that was that was something that my family did. My mother, she I don't care if it was just me or her, 
that was a thing for us. It was like, hey, look, this is important. This is worth handing down from generation to generation just to make sure that we are okay. Um, and we're not that 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 would we're not so caught up in everything else, but more so the love and the connection um for us as a family. That's dope, man. That's dope. And yeah, and I, I agree, man. Those those traditions should be held. And um, you know, for me, I mean, when you said that it made me think about what what me and my mom and my sister, my dad would normally he would he would go to sleep because normally he would well, if we weren't at watch night, we would be at the house, like you said, and um, we would we would pray, and then we would count down into the new year. But my mom, she always used to buy these um, those uh, the, the Welch's, uh, uh, great yeah. sparkling, yeah, dude, yeah, because you know we we never had no liquor in the house or no wine, so like, you know, because <laughs> we was we believed in holiness, so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so we would we would pour that and we would toast and you know. And it was just dope, man. Like I, I, I miss those days, man. You know, but at the same time, you know, especially when you have your own family, like you know, you try to start new traditions. You know what I'm saying? And then, like you know, yeah. instill some, 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 some new ideas to to your household, and 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 at least that's what I've been trying to do, right? Like, I mean, you know, with, with each generation, you know, we come, we become a little bit more, you know, wiser, um, you know, a little bit more successful, and so. You know, trying to trying to incorporate things that maybe maybe us us brown folk didn't do back in the day. You know, so you know, I know recently with Christmas, my, my wife and I we we started um, every year now we, we go to the Christmas farm and and we cut down a Christmas tree. You know, I like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. And so you know that that wasn't something that we did. You know, growing up we, we just went to Sam's. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, you go to <laughs> you Sam's. You went to January to after sale, and then you get the creep tree for next year. <laughs> there you go. Yep, yep, yep. Get all the lights and the ornaments. Yep. Y'all so, have real trees? <laughs> oh, uh, man, so Sam, no. Oh. So some years we did. Um, Sam, because Sam's sometimes they would sell uh, real trees. Um, in the store, but um, on average, to to David' point, we we, we we on most Christmases we had uh, fake ones. So, <laughs> yeah, nah, we ain't never had no real trees. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, we had that gas burning um, heater in the house. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> trying to have a house after Christmas, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro. Now they wanted a family that don't water Christmas trees named me dry Craig Crinkly. Man, man let one of them look joints hit the hit the heater and then everything gone. Nah, bro. Especially oh, if, nah. The, if the house was older, man. Yo, like, and I, you know, I love my family to death, man. I don't know how y'all y'all feel, but like I got family members. We got some weird ass stories. Yo, I got a, I got an uncle. Tell me why he burnt down a whole house. What? The iron. On, on, on a shirt. Oh. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, burnt down a whole house. My granddaddy was so mad. Because <laughs> uh, my granddad, man, he was, he was, a uh, he was, he, he was, he was David before David. Like, he, he had bought, like, a whole bunch of houses on the block. And so, um, you know, he had, my, my, my uncle, he was the oldest of the siblings. And so, he, he gave him a house to live in. And, uh, and he burnt that bitch to the ground. <laughs> 
It's low key is funny as hell. I ain't gonna lie. Like, like, like we all laugh about it. Yeah, I know, man. I can't hold water, boy. I'll be laughing. Yeah, dude. Nah, nah, how you gonna just, somebody gonna give you a house and you gonna burn it down? Burn that so, down, dude. So I got I got a Go question on. for y'all. Like Parking and this is something I've 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 wondered for a long time. One of those tropes around Thanksgiving. Oh, um man. where it's like, oh, you know, well, who's coming to Thanksgiving? You know, like is is for y'all y'all's family was it ever like you know who who you bring to Thanksgiving, and then on top of that, you know they'd be like, oh gosh, that uncle is gonna be at the Thanksgiving dinner. We're gonna have to have these weird, awkward conversations, and people will be fighting. Was that ever a thing for any of y'all's family? Because in mine, Absolutely. people. You know, not everybody always got along, but at least on the day while people are eating, you know, they didn't really play that. So, well, I, 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 I go ahead, Keith. I, I was I was gonna say, I don't care what the function is, I'm gonna ask who's gonna be there, because I need to know, and everyone else in our circle needs to know who's gonna be there. That determines if people come in the house, they come to the door and speak, or if they stay outside. So, yes, that is a thing. Please continue. <laughs> That's funny. David, man. go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah, man, look, I got an uncle and an aunt. Bro, whenever they show up, you already know it's going to be a fight. Ain't no secret. <laughs> and it's a certain time that you know they finna act a fool. So you know that they're going to they gonna cuss you out. So I literally, I go just to see them act up and sit in the corner and laugh because I know it's finna be a show. It's finna be straight. A, a comedy show, so yeah, yeah, bro, that is a huge thing in my family. Yeah, I was just gonna say like, so if it, if it's blood, like like if it's people I grew up with, it's it's usually not an issue, um, you know. But like sometimes, like you know, if you got family members, they bring in, you know, that 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 girlfriend that you know don't always do right by you, or, or that boyfriend that you know everybody know that. He done cheated on you, you know what I'm saying? Or, mm-hmm. or, or, or you got that that in law that you know she just got to bring a dish, and everybody knows she can't cook. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, then 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 you had them awkward moments because you know, unfortunately, um, most black people, especially over the age of fifty, um, they don't have a lot of tact, and so they don't know how to hold shit back. And so everything come out, bro. Like it don't even it it, it there is no sugar whatsoever coded on anything that comes out of their mouth. So um, I always tell my friends, especially like, you know, cause they honestly, they just like to come through and laugh. That, that's all it is. And so, you know, usually they're going to witness somebody getting disrespected pretty hard and, 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 you know, walk away with a good laugh. So, you know, don't come through if you got a, if, 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 if you're a faint of heart, that's all I'll if say. If you thin skin, oh man, not my yeah. family tell you quick, you got thin skin, we're not the family for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, exactly. that, that's wild to me. And um, so when I when I talk about my family, usually what I'm talking about is my mom's side because that's the side that I spent the vast majority of the time with over the holidays. And, uh, you know, she and I talked about it one time. And, you know, I think kind of one of the reasons why we don't really have that dynamic in our family is because we got some strong personalities in our family. And people don't generally wait to air out dirty laundry. It's all is it's con the clothesline is 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 constantly being run out. So it's like we don't usually come into the holidays with new revelations. You know, it's just like you might see somebody for new, but you probably heard about whatever they've been getting into over the last year. 
So it's like at that point, it's just okay. Well, all right, come eat this food. <laughs> you keep it. You keep your nonsense out there. <laughs> we already know what you <laughs> did. <laughs> Mm-mm. Our family, my family is my auntie straight up. She gonna be like, "B, I know you did. <laughs> you did this, this, this." Then my uncle be in the corner. He like, "Hey, shut the blank up." And then from there, it's the comedy show. <laughs> get, get the popcorn. The show begins, bro. Look here, man. What's, what's that movie? Um, it's centered around a funeral. It's got Martin Lawrence and Chris Rock. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I think yeah. it's called I, I think it's called The Funeral. Um, but yeah, man, if you ever get a chance, man, watch that joint because like the, the interaction of their family members like during, I, I believe what, uh, it was their dad's funeral. That's like my family every single time we meet. So, but you know, on my mom's side, unfortunately, since, since my grandmother died, um, you know, she, she passed away when I was in high school. She was like the big mama of the house. So like, yeah. you know, when she passed, we all stopped like kind of coming around, you know, together at least on holidays, and so it's 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 everybody done kind of went their separate ways since then, you know. But um, but yeah, man, it's 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 funny, man. It's just, but at the same time, you can't you can't forget those moments and those traditions right. that that she right. had, you know. Even if it was just you know listening to your you know uncle or auntie who've been drinking and smoking. You know, yes, talk shit to each other. You know, yes, sir. You know, <laughs> yes, sir. Some good do y'all my thing see? is, go ahead. Um, my thing is, how do we get that back though? Like, mm-hmm. honestly, um, because they was intentional in their generation. They were so intentional about you know family reunions, about coming home for Christmas. Um, like even even I go back to like New Year's. Everybody would if if you wasn't even there. Everybody would call and put each other on two way and three way and and made sure that everybody was somehow connected in that time. And now I did for for me, now my generation and my family where we are, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. So how do we get that back? I don't know, man. It's it's a shift though. So like, I mean, we was talking about this one time in church where if you look at the different generations and how they identify, you know, as, as their generation, like certain generations have a focus on community. And then like the one that we're living in right now is more focused on individuality. And so we're so caught up with ourselves and like being, you know, so zoomed in on us about what we doing, about, you know, where we going, about, you know, what, what's being posted on social media and stuff that we've lost to me, a sense of community. Um, I don't know, man, to, 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 to give you a straightforward answer. I mean, I think, I think it's going to take a lot of cognizant, a lot of, a lot of people who are aware of, you know, what's going on and making an effort to like force everyone to come together. You know what I'm saying? Like being, being on somebody like, yo, you coming, right? Like, like you ain't coming. I'm about to swing by and come pick your ass up. Like, you know, because at this point in time, I feel like everybody's just off doing their own thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I see that in my own family as well. I'll take a step back. The movie Keith was referencing is Death at a Funeral. The cool thing about that movie is there are two different versions. There's a black version and a white version. I would encourage you to watch both. They are both hilarious. And they actually, what? believe it or not, have some of the same actors in both movies. 
Come Bruh, on. Bro, I did not know there was a white version. <laughs> Bro, definitely watching. Watch the white one first, then watch the black one. Oh my gosh. Change your life. Which one's funny? Which one's funnier though? Straight up. Okay, so the white one is British. So it's more of a dry humor. That movie was hilarious to me. So it's, it's two different. It's yeah, it's two different types British. of funny. Okay. It's two different types of funny. You know, com- comedy that I know, I will probably gravitate towards obviously the black one. But right. they 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 both stand alone. Like, kid you not, same storyline, same plot, except because the black version has so many comedians, there's a lot more ad libs and uh freedom with the script. Crazy. So, so, so all right, w- which one came out first though? The white one. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> Instantly gave me like, like I said, it'll it'll mess you up when you see that there are some of the same actors in both movies. You're like, yo, they really made this movie over, except with black people. Because it was funny. I'm just playing. It's funny, especially <laughs> Danny Glover. But anyway, I said, anyway, back to what we're saying. Um, I, I think that we all have to be intentional to ask for those things. You know, like you said, generationally, like in my family, it's my uncle. You know. My mom's brother. He's the one that he's always checking on everybody. You know, I, I see that trait in one of my younger cousins now. You know, he'll text me, hey, cousin, when you coming home? Or, you know, he's the one that, hey, you know, we having a family reunion. Are we getting together? You coming? I already talked to such and such. Boom. So I see that trait in certain people. But in terms of how things were 15, 20 years ago, as that generation has gotten older, like you said, you know, well, I got a wife, I got kids now. So, you know, we, we kind of keep to ourselves. That's a, that's a trick, you know, to make it happen to go to this person's house or that person's house. And, you know, we just don't really want to do it no more. You know, we want to have our own traditions and do it our way. Yeah. And what happens is when you're at a funeral, which we're talking about that, <laughs> um, that's when everybody gets together. You're loving on each other. And, and everybody says this. I have said this myself. I don't know if you all have said it. It's great seeing you, fam. I wish we didn't see each other under these circumstances, but we need to do it again. Yeah. 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 Oh, we're going to do better. We're going to do We're going to do better. But when does it happen? And I mean, truthfully, in this generation, it's so much easier. And, and I will say this something. I know it's not the same, but. Even having a family group chat, you know, for years, I've tried to get my family to get on a group text app. Y'all, let's just hop on the group chat. I'm not saying call, but believe it or not, in a lot of ways, Facebook or whatever site you use does that. You know, there are a lot because don't get me wrong. Just because we don't comment doesn't mean we don't see it. Right. True. And and those are conversation pieces. I ain't gonna lie. I saw a post today and I called my cousin like, man, you saw that? Like, yeah. So, so yeah, it, it. I think that it's different. You know, the medium is different. Back then you had phone, you have face-to-face situations like that, but now we have different ways to do it. So again, it's just being intentional. If you want to stay close with people, you can. You got the book, you got the gram, you got text, you got, you know, WhatsApp, all these different programs to do it. You got FaceTime. I know for me, my kids, they talk to a lot of our family regularly, you know, now. They use uh, the video chat apps. Hey, I want to see such and such. Boom. Let's call them up. So they, even now, even though we're so far away from everybody, they still feel close. So like I said, it's just really how you want to do it, man. And that's dope because thinking about it in that 
that context, um, it's easier for us to communicate and be close now. So it's not always thought about us being close in a physical building or a physical space. But now it's so easy for us to get on, you know, FaceTime or whatever modem that you have um, to communicate to where it makes it easier. Um, but still, you have to be intentional about the the relationship and cultivating that piece. Let's go. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you, though, man. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm old school, bro. But like, I just to me, nothing don't replace like face to face fellowship, at least for me. Like, agree, agree, agree. Nah, right. nothing, 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 nothing to change being able to hug, auntie. Right, a hug. Um, you know what I'm saying? It ain't ain't nothing like that. Um, uh, I think we all touching on the the kind of ingredients um, that go into that because you know I agree with y'all. It's, it's definitely a generational thing. It's a mantle that passes down, not even necessarily um, branches of the family tree, but it's it's the person. Mike, you said you have that one family member that kind mm-hmm. of has that personality. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the intentionality, it's it's the communication. And um, I was having this conversation with my mother because she was like, oh, man, you know, I would love to live out in, in the country and just have the space and just kind of have the kind of place where people just want to come and gather for these these family functions. And she was kind of calling back to her mother's place because for our family, th- that that's the place. You know, everybody come to grandma house. You know, um, you're always welcome at grandma house. And I think that's the that's the last thing is, you know, not necessarily that you have to have a big space or have to have a lot of resources. But you have to have a person that has those qualities and is willing to open that space to anyone for any reason. Um, you know, obviously there there are limits. People don't want to be taken care of. But when I, when I think of the people that are home, that embody that feeling of home, it's people that, you know, oh, you know, cousins down the luck. Oh, come stay with me for a couple of weeks. Oh, you know, I got kicked out of the house. Oh, just come on over here. Um, right. You know, somebody who is just generous with their space and, and I, I think once once you kind of have that mix maybe not even in the same person but they they create that that space for the family where it is you know you can always come there whatever's going on in your life you can always come there i think you know that passes between generations and sometimes it's just a rebuilding year and i, I think that's kind of where my family is to a degree where you know, we, we still have that by the grace of God. Um, those people haven't passed in our lives just yet, but it's coming to a point where that mantle is going to pass. And I can think of a few people in my own family that are like that, but yeah, it has to be intentional. The communication has to be there and somebody has to have that giving spirit, that generous spirit that welcomes you into that space. And people gravitate towards that, I think. I feel like low-key, I'm like that. Like I, now what's funny is I, I I open my home up to you know any any of my family and my friends to come visit and stay, you know. But then I ain't gonna lie. After the third day, I'm like, okay, y'all need to get the hell up out of here. <laughs> y'all getting on my nerves. Hey, you know, what I'm limits, saying? right? <laughs> hey, I got I got limits to it. You know what I'm saying? You can come visit. I I, I would love for you to come visit, but I ain't say come live. That's, that's you gotta set your boundaries. You gotta set boundaries. Man, dude, I'm just saying, bro, like, you know, I done, I done had some friends come through, you know, and like they, they bought one-way tickets. And I was just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. 
And you yeah, tried no. to hit him with that, all right, now, nah, but it didn't, it yeah, didn't stick. Right, yeah, <laughs> right. Nah, yeah, nah. You know, it, you always try to be nice, you know. And then, you know, I, I thank God for my wife because, you know, she'll, she, she can see me about to say something and she'll stop me before I say it because then I'm, <laughs> I'm basically ending the friendship at that point because I'm about to be rude as fuck. So, <laughs> you know, but, um, but thank, 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 thank God for my wife, you know, praise the Lord. All right, man. I mean, um, I kind of lost track of how long we've been going. I want to say it's been a little over four, or forty or fifty minutes, but nah, we have fifty, man. man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm about to say, man. Is, is there is there any uh, any closing remarks y'all y'all could think of, man, that you want to share to our listeners um, as we conclude for the year and, and enter into the uh, final holiday season? Anything y'all want to share? For me, man. Um... Hey, a lot of everybody's focused on on the good right now, um, on the happy parts of the season. Um, and for some people, this this time of the year is not so great for them. Um, and I speak candidly for myself. For some time, it, this this time of the season, it it, it wasn't good for me, um, and I would disconnect. So for those that are feeling that way, um, please figure figure something out. If it, if it's disconnect, go and help somebody else. Um, it's a lot of places that you could help feed um, and bless other people. And that was one of the ways that the people didn't know me. I didn't know them, but I would help them in some type of way. And that that would always lift my spirit to be able to be a blessing, even though I was hurting. So. Um, and even if you can't do that, counseling is is huge. Talk to somebody, talk through it, talk through the process and figure it out. Just don't isolate yourself and, and soak in it. Um and that's that's what I would say. Um make sure, make sure that you find some type of way to be a blessing in this time. Excellent, man. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I agree with the be a blessing part, you know, if and it was kind of something that I struggled with on how engaged I want to be with the um, with the holidays. Um, if you are feeling like you want to embrace the holiday spirit, you want to be a blessing to someone else, you want to embrace traditions or start your own traditions, but you're not sure that you're one of, quote unquote, those people, I say go for it. Um, you never know whose life you're going to be a blessing to. You never know what memories yes. you're going to make for somebody that they'll, that they'll carry forward. Um, you might not even know what it'll do for your own spirit. And, you know, if you if you're in a relationship with God, you know, leaning in may be what you need around this time to take it to the next level. Um, if you're not a person of faith, um, just these these holidays mean so much to so many people. And that's it's it's OK. To, to be a part of it, even if you don't necessarily celebrate the reason. Um, the world ha- is, has no surplus of kindness. Don't be afraid right. to add to it. Right, right. That's dope. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, man, to all our listeners, man, I mean, you know, to, to, to David and Lorenzo's point, I mean, you know, th- this can be a challenging season for, for a lot of people, you know. But I, I would always encourage those to keep your head up high, um, lean on the Lord, um, you know, 
remember, you know, try to try to try to remember the scriptures, man. You know, I think about Romans eight and twenty eight. You know, all things work together for the good of those who love God, yes, called according to His will. So, yes, sir. Um, you know, if you're going through a challenging time, I mean, it tr- trouble doesn't last always, and joy always comes in the morning. Um, pray, you know, reach out, reach out to the Lord. And use this 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 season to uh, build a closer relationship with Him, and I promise you, He He will supply all your needs according to His riches in Christ Jesus. So that's all I got to say. That was great. Like as always, I feel blessed just being a part of this show, man. What do y'all get from this? Why Why do we do this? I mean, we've had a chance to reflect upon a season of this. Um, why are we Why are we still doing this, Lorenz? I know you're new, quote unquote, but you know you you've been you've been on the team the whole time. You you've just just hadn't had a mic the whole time. So so you know, just just thinking about how we got to this place. What is all of this for? You know, we have our tagline. F your feelings podcast, faith, family, fellowship, and everything in between. I think I forgot one, but but what does that really mean to us in the context of what we're doing? For me, it you know it kind of makes me think about. I remember early on, David, you you uh, you said somebody had uh, had had uh, spoke to you or or, 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 or or said some sort of prophecy towards you that um, you know we was going to bless a lot of people by. Uh, by being part of this podcast. And, and, that, and so for me, it's always, you know, blessed to be a blessing, you know, um, this, this podcast is a platform for me to share my story, to share what, you know, knowledge I have acquired, you know, for these, for this short period of time I've been on this earth and to hopefully allow it to pour into someone else's life such that, you know, they could take something away and, and make their lives just a little bit better. Um, maybe whether that be they learned something from me and was able to grow and apply it, or maybe they're going through something and, you know, by me sharing my story, they're able to relate and know that they're not alone. So um, that's, that's, that's why I do it. You know, blessed, blessed to be a blessing. Man, bro. Like, honestly, my mother always raised me on that, that phrase, blessed to be a blessing. Um, You never know what somebody else is going through. And simply by us being on here and talking about it and being transparent and being honest um, and showing scars, you never know who that helps. Um, Or we say something silly and somebody hear it and they laugh. Um, And that brightens their day, even if they they probably was going off cuff and they hear something that we said and they laughing. Those type, those tiny little little gems, those tiny little moments, man, means so much. Um, and that's that's really why I do it. And, like, to be honest, to be transparent, especially in a time where people don't show their scars and try to act like they got it all together um, and get on here and be be really honest um, and, and, and show scars and be like, yo, I screwed that up. And if that helps you, then great. You know, if we and, and, and really, if I, I help one, we good. Like I'm, I'm happy. But we did it, and we wasn't faking. We wasn't, you know, 
Yes, and we, we was honest and transparent and having real conversations and blessing other people in the same time. So that's that's huge for me. That's why, why I do it. I'm on the third. It, you know, so much has been poured into me over my life. Um, people having conversations with me, around me, listening to people on the radio. You know, I'm not going to act like I'm on some kind of high level or whatever, but if any of my words can be of use to someone out there, then it'll have been worthwhile. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, fellas, man, I appreciate y'all so much, man. Thank you again for, you know, being part of this platform, you know, for this entire uh, uh, year. And, um, you know, we we uh, we did it, man. Season one, man. 13 episodes. <laughs> like, that's a, yes, that's a huge accomplishment. Wow. You know, I really thought we was going to get shut down by, like, episode three. <laughs> Bro, it was so funny because we was we were so stuck up on, hey man, we gotta make it to seven, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't nobody make it to seven. We don't. We gonna make it to seven. Yeah, it's true. Gotta make it to seven, man. And um, and just doing it our way. That's dope. Yeah. Just doing it our way for real, man. I agree, um, man. I agree. And God blessing it, bro. It's like yo. I mean, sometimes y'all look at the top. I mean, you know, just thinking about some of the topics of conversations we've had and I'm like, wow, I'm always blown away. And I'm like, man, that was us. I'm like, man, these are some really, really good conversations. I know Davis talked about that. I talk about it. I will go back and listen to a show and I listen as if I'm not even on it because I'm like, man, this like the conversation, just the way everything sounds together, the, the, the synergy. It's an amazing thing. I do have a I do have a, a request of you, our listeners. Um, I don't know if you all think Keith is joking, but we really don't we don't really look at the numbers like that periodically. I I do check them just to kind of see where our new listeners are coming from. Um, we are very thankful. We get a lot of love, California. You know, we got love in Oklahoma. We got love in Florida on the East Coast. We're working on the Midwest, but I will ask our listeners to do us a favor. I mean, we do this because we enjoy it, but uh, we do need your help. If you can tell a friend uh, about the show, if you get value out of it, if you like it, just tell somebody, you know, believe it or not, <laughs> we aren't, we aren't really advertising like that. Um, we have our IG page, we have our Facebook page, but I, if, if I'm being totally honest, I don't even think most of our families know that we even have this show. And I'll tell you why. The purpose of this show is, is it's like a soundboard for us. So it's like, you know how it is. Sometimes you start a new project, you get the people that are close to it. Their opinion does matter to you. But at the same time, sometimes you might even feel a little discouraged. So, but anyway, that that's my request. If you like what you hear, tell somebody, maybe, maybe they'll tell somebody else and then we'll go from there. You know, we don't, we don't want to feel like we have to do it somebody else's way. We like it our way. You know, people probably say, man, how, you know, how do you guys talk about faith, but you also talk about foolishness? Listen, that's real life. That's 100% real life. You know, we didn't make this show to pretend to be all one way or pretend to be, you know, all the other way. This is humanity, man. We're all works in progress. We acknowledge that, you know, we know God is still dealing with us every single day that we have breath. So, you know, love us. We love you. Big facts. Absolutely, man. Well said. Again, man, appreciate y'all brothers coming on. Thank y'all so much. To all our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Um, once again, man, feel free if you want to drop us a line. 
Um, you know, we got our Facebook at FYF Pod, our Instagram at FYF Pod, our email address FYFpod at gmail.com, and our phone number is 407 243 8449, man. Amen. God bless everybody, and um, everyone have a happy holiday season.